0: I've been trying to find the words to describe the last 90 days. In fact, I've not been writing or recording because simply I did not have the words. After a brief moment of stillness this weekend, I've been able to reflect on the elements of the last 90 days. For those of you who are listening to the View 112 podcast for the first time, welcome and thank you. If you've been listening for a while and thought I was finished with this work, well, I'm back. Today, I will share how authenticity played a role in my professional promotion and relocation to a new city here on the View 112 podcast. Welcome to the View 112 podcast. I'm Janita Morris. As an avid reader, writer, and businesswoman, I'm passionate about literacy and self development. Here, I think out loud and share my perspective on life, balancing a career, and building a writing business. Let's get into it. Why, hello there. Today is Sunday, May 20th, and welcome back to the View 112 podcast. I have been quite a busy lady. I'm not going to bore you by rehashing too many details all in this one episode, but here's a brief summary. At the top of the year, I celebrated my 40th birthday in Mexico. Upon returning, I was informed of an opportunity to interview for a professional promotion with the caveat that the role would be in Norfolk, Virginia, which is about three to four hours south of the Washington metropolitan area. After several interviews spanning over two months or so, I got my offer, then spent April and half of May traveling and transitioning into my new role. How has it been both thrilling and exhausting since this podcast is focused on self-development books and business I have many elements to share how I got through this first half of 2018 as I prepared to interview transition and now start a new life and work in a different city with this episode I'll start with the value of authenticity here are some thoughts number one know your story and master how to tell it. Thank God for this podcast. I've expressed before the View 112 podcast helps me just as much as others. Many of the episodes encourage me. They focus me and they allow me to reflect on successes and failures. One tip I've shared often is to practice telling your story repeatedly. Honestly, and without intent, this podcast has allowed me to hone in on my story and how to tell it. During the last four months, I've told my story a lot. By story, I don't mean summarizing what's already on my resume. When I tell my story, I weave in how my personal values have shaped my professional experiences and vice versa. Everyone from the people I interviewed with at various stages in this process, to people on my new team, and the new group of elevated peers I've joined all want to know who Janita is as a person and as a leader. I've had to tell the narrative of Janita Morris in different formats, including one-on-one interviews to larger group introductions to a format as large as a town hall. I've shared myself in the form of interview questions, speeches, and written communication. Nearly 100% of the time, my reputation preceded me in mostly a great way, but there were still some ideals, values, and details about myself that I needed to define or clarify at best. And this is where authenticity played a huge role. During an interview process and joining a new team, of course, everyone wants to know examples of your success, but people will also ask you in a variety of ways to expose your shortcomings. One quick example, a topic I have always had a level of discomfort about, is my education. Failing my senior thesis in college happened almost 20 years ago, and guys, it's still with me. Since where I went to college is on my resume, it has come up in just about every interview. Since this position is in the city next over from Hampton University, the thought was, since I was alumni, I would have great connection to this community and to the team. What people don't know though is for years I associate this area with one of the biggest failures of my life. This area always reminded me of that failure. Oddly enough, I'm also absolutely convinced that I would not be as successful as I am today if I had not had that failure. You see, up until attending Hampton University, everything I'd gotten in life came very easy for me. In fact, I was pretty lazy. That failure gave me the biggest motivation to never fail like that again. The work ethic that I'm so proud of came out of failing my thesis senior year. So close to graduating. It was a big fail. I'm very clear on why that makes me go as hard as I do. I never want to feel like that again. And it's important to know why you are the way that you are. Attending Hampton University is a part of my life that I'm extremely proud of. And when I left this area 18 years ago, I didn't even know I could have a career as amazing as the one I've had so far. There are a lot of students on my team, like me, I'm still in school, people with advanced degrees and people with no formal higher level education at all. Because of my experiences, I'm able to lead them all in various ways to do their best work. But being vulnerable and honest about it gives me more power and makes me more relatable. Being authentic is how I really connect to this community and to this team. I'm glad I've taken the time and done the work to understand these things about myself long before an interview process. As I've made this a part of my regular development, I've told my story so many times on this podcast, and I've repeated a lot of my journey, and I've been very real and honest about my successes and my failures. So it was easy during the interview process. Number two. Be humble, but let them know. (laughs) I've been very clear throughout the last 90 days that I'm so grateful for this opportunity. While celebrating 40 in Mexico, my mind would not have been able to fathom what has come to pass starting from the moment I got back home. I've had the incredible privilege to meet and connect with people I've admired my entire career. And it's not lost on me, Some of the rooms I've been in or tables I've sat down to contribute thoughts, ideas, strategies have been with some of the most dynamic people in the world. I've had many moments alone this year in which I've actually said out loud to myself in a hotel room or in a car, I can't believe that happened today. I've also been in moments in which I've actually been in the room and something has happened and I'm thinking to myself, I can't believe this is happening and I'm here to see it. All that being said, I'm still clear on who I am and my own capabilities. One thing that was important to me was to not play too much to the room or the person in front of me during my interview process. What I mean by this is I needed each person or group I've met with to have a clear understanding of who I am as a person and a leader and not to play to who I think they were hoping to meet. Consistency in every interaction was an important element. Being authentic every step of the way has been great because now that I have the job, guess what? I don't have to change who I am. I've been clear about this all along. Also, I'm not here to conform. I'm here to elevate, change, challenge, and produce excellence through collaboration. What's crazy is I was I was uh, I've actually been listening to old podcast episodes. Like I told you, they helped me as well. And I recorded a podcast episode last April. In fact, it was episode 10 and it was titled Rookie Season. One of my points was to remember you're in the room for a reason. Work hard, be real about hard work, excuse me, being real about who I am and sharing my story is what got me this position. And now I have to deliver. After my first meeting with my new peer group, I received an evaluation from my boss about my level of contribution. He was impressed. I let him know I'm not going to waste time on the, quote unquote, I'm new here or, quote unquote, I'm still in training mindset. No doubt I'll make mistakes because I am new to the role. I'm still trying to figure things out Um, and I will have questions and my incredible group of peers and support system will help me. That still doesn't mean I'm not there to challenge, push, or elevate them. I know how valuable this group is, trust me. Still, understand my experience, perspective, talents, and abilities are here to increase that value. Number three, make sure your squad is goals. If your squad is not painfully honest and cheering you on, then it's time for a new team. I am blessed when it comes to my support system. I think I'm a relatively confident person, um, but I'm also this person, guys. I'm the person that will still ask for everybody's opinion before making a decision. When this opportunity presented itself, my immediate answer was no. In fact, I said that, like, no, thank you. Uh, I understood the role was hot. I knew it was a great opportunity, but I had my sights set on something slightly different. Plus, I didn't want to move. True to form, because I was unsure and feeling a little weird, I asked everyone from my parents, family members, close friends and mentors, all of which in one way or another held a mirror up to me and asked questions that I didn't wanna answer. Like, why not? Why am I playing small? Why am I playing comfortable? Did I pray about it? Was I afraid and of what? Why was I reading about and talking about change and development and evolving but passing up on the opportunity to do so? This podcast, again, really played a big role in that. I think I've talked about that a lot over the last year. And here I am with an opportunity to step out of my comfort zone, try something different and develop myself in a different way. And I don't know, I wasn't, I don't know. I don't know why I wasn't willing to do that. (laughs) The truth was, I was, I was scared. Um, I was scared to move to a new place where I didn't know anyone, um, nor did I have a safety net anymore. People were making fun of me, uh, saying that I was making Norfolk sound like I was moving to China, across the world, instead of four hours south, and get this, in the same state, no less. I didn't even have to change my license plate. <laughs> Once I proceeded to move forward through the interview process, my squad encouraged me and celebrated everyone that moved me to the next conversation Up until I got the offer, my people were already claiming it for me, looking for places online for me to live, places to eat, hang out, exercise, worship, you name it. They helped me with this transition in incredible ways, including thinking through my offer. If I needed to do a counter offer, just really ironing out all the details of my move, everything. Uh, And while I was still stressed and uncertain, um it was great to have them they boosted me with confidence and and they reminded me of who i was and it was really because of my squad my last you know podcast that i did was about being anxious for nothing i recorded that back in february and that was like kind of as i was starting to embark on this journey and really that was a word and that was a message for me what are you being anxious for but it was my squad that really really instilled that in me and gave me those confidence and that boost and that reminder. Some of my squad is family that I've been blessed with, while others are mentors and friends and colleagues that I've curated to be around me. Having both have been an integral part of my success and sanity. Tomorrow, I start my first full week at work, oh my goodness, with no more training and no more transitioning, I am officially a resident of the city of Norfolk. Tomorrow, I also start another semester of classes. Yep, your girl is back at that too. So uh, I'm glad to be back. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, and thank you. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for sharing my work. I've had more subscribers and more listeners during this transition period. Thanks to you all sharing my content. I've been blown away by either people DMing me on Instagram or... Sending me emails or someone saying, hey, they heard about my podcast from this person and they binged, listened. And like, I'm looking at some of the analytics and my numbers. Some of these months are better than they've ever been, and I haven't recorded anything. So thank you. I, that's because of y'all. So thank you so much. You have no idea what it means to me. Um, until next time, if you're looking for me anywhere on the internet uh, from a social media standpoint, I am on Instagram at Janita Morris. Um, and uh, my website is view112.com v-i-e-w-1-1-2.com you can also email me at janita morris j-e-a-n-i-t-a m-o-r-r-i-s at view112.com thank you so much for listening bye